Kelly here with Smith Sisters Bluegrass, and you're listening to the David Bowers Awards. And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Well, thank you very much, legendary John Bon Jovial, and thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us for another week of music and fun and all kinds of good stuff coming up, including a return appearance from a gentleman who was with us back in September, September 23rd, I think it was. He was on the show, uh, shared some new music with us, and he has got a powerful new anthem out that we have just been wanting to share with you, and the time has come for us to do that right now. His name was Don Quinn. Here he is, the mighty Quinn, with Country to Save. How we let this world around us just fall down We can't forget All the ones who gave their lives turning it around Do we sit back and watch it all go Or do we stand up for what we all know We gotta fight for the life of our Living more with something better than that. 
We've got a country to save. That's Don Quinn right here on the David Bowers Awards. I told you that was a, a powerful song. What'd you think, John Bon Jovi? Well, I I kind of like it. But then again, everything that uh, Don has done when we've had him on the show and talked to him, the music he's presented to us, I think the guy does a great job. He really does. His, his songs are powerful. His message is right there. Production quality is great. Uh, so, you know, what's not to like? Absolutely. Yep. He does a good job. And he's gaining a lot of respect in the industry. We wish him all the best and can't wait for the next time he comes back so we can check with everything that's happened to him because I've got a hunch there are going to be some really good things. You'll be sure and add him to your streaming playlists online. He'd definitely appreciate that. And if you like his music, why not? That's the thing to do. John Bon Jovi is speaking about the things to do. Uh, you've had your... Uh, your thing to do. You've gotten yourself relocated. How's everything working out for you? How are you liking that Michigan fall? Well, I'll tell you what, the weather has been uncharacteristically warm, uh, according to all the locals. It's been absolutely beautiful. The weather's been magnificent. Temperatures have ranged anywhere from the upper 40s during the day uh, all the way into the low 60s. And we had a couple of days like that. Gorgeous sunshine, I mean, cobalt blue skies, you know, typical up north fall weather as far as the condition of the sky and uh, the colors on the, on the trees, magnificent. It's a bit of a culture shock having been in uh, Naples, Florida for 32 years and living in the same house for 28 years. Uh, and coming up here, as uh, some of you who follow this show may know, my wife has got some uh, health issues that requires uh, some support, and we're getting that now in the form of her side of the family. We're up here in the Kalamazoo, Michigan area now, and uh, so far it's working out very well. I must admit, I do kind of miss wearing my shorts. Uh, <laughs> I don't know well, what I'm going to be able to don my shorts again, the neighbors but we're here. That. <laughs> no. <laughs> You well, know, I, I, and I so thrived on giving them a cheap thrill, and, and, and yeah. now that's just going to have to wait a few months. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're uh, that you're accustomizing yourself to the new area. I hope the neighbors are learning to put up with you, and uh, wish you all the very best. We're glad to have you back with us, and I'm really happy to note that uh, the one week you were gone, that we had Z come in from Disruption Network in upstate New York and co-host in your place uh, was a great audience week. And uh, we, can't, we can't even blame you for leaving for that because we didn't promote the fact that you weren't going to be here. So it was, uh, it was interesting that uh, you happened to miss a, uh, a strong week as far as our listeners were concerned. But we're glad. And to now, I, I think anyway. it was more of a vibe of people just not knowing that uh, or people knowing that I wasn't around and uh, Ah, that Bon Jovial clown isn't on the uh, air this week. We can listen. It's safe. <laughs> well, remember, you said that. I didn't. <laughs> We're glad to have you back anyway. Thank you so much. We want to thank our friends in Rochester, New York, at our flagship radio station, WRFZ, FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio, Steve Litvak's Rock and Roll Rumble, which follows the David Bowers Awards on WRFZ every Saturday. And then, of course, Armand spins right after that. And uh, the two of them play some uh, 
some really, really great music, much of which may be new to you because they find the stuff that the radio stations missed and they're not afraid to play it. Check them out on Rochester Free Radio Saturday nights. You can dip back in time with our old friend Jeff Moulton's ABC Oldies Saturday nights on Rochester Free Radio and Sundays uh, a couple hours in the afternoon, actually four hours, noon to four on Sundays, our buddy Brian Judah's Rock the Rock. That's on Rochester Free Radio, WRFZ, FM 106.3. And if you're not in the Rochester area, pick them up online at rochesterfreeradio.com. You know, one of the things that I just absolutely love about this radio station is that uh, the guys there, uh, Judah and and Steve Litvak and Armand, and, and they have not allowed the consultants to come marching in. Because to me, that has been the death knell of radio as we knew it. When the uh, program director said, okay, here's the clock. Here's the freedoms that you have within each section of that clock. Have a good time. And we did. But that doesn't happen anymore. But WRFZ is a little different in that respect in that they said, screw the consultants. We know what we're doing. We know what we want to convey to the audience. And we know what the audience wants because they've told us so. And they do it. And it's great community radio. It, it truly is. I am very envious. I wish I could work at WRFC. I really do. I wish we could, too. We ship you right out up there and uh, make it a lot easier for you. You could just uh, you could just do this show while you're doing your show on the air and uh, save us all a lot of aggravation. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, I went north, but I went a little further west of uh, Rochester. And, yeah, you of course, I'm also kind of glad I'm not going to be getting that lake effect snow like they get up in that area. We'll get some, but certainly yeah, not like I was going like to say, you don't, you don't think you're going to get any up there where you are. <laughs> oh, oh, we'll get it. We'll, we'll, no, no, we're going to get pounded. There's no question. But not, not like Buffalo pounded, not like Rochester pounded. Yeah, you're probably right about that. You know, I, I couldn't argue that point. You probably won't get that bad but uh listen we mentioned that you were gone for a week and that z stopped in to uh sub for you and we thank him so very much z has absolutely his own show. We do. z has his own show on uh, youtube it's the disruption network you can check it out there and uh give z a holler he'd love to hear from you great guy he has been in the music business for oh, i don't know 20 30 years at least and from all angles, as a performer, as a presenter, host, club owner, uh, all levels, he's, he just knows the business inside and out. Check him out, Z, on Disruption Network in uh, Utica, New York. You'll find him online, Disruption Network. Just toss that into your Google machine, and you will find him easily. We want to salute our next guest, who is joining us for the first time from the hall's of uh, MTS Records and Management, and Michael over there, who has been so good to us, bringing us some great talent. I trust you'll like Jim Huddleston as much as you have the previous talents that Mike has sent our way, and you're going to get to listen to one of his songs now, then we'll sit and chat with him for a few minutes. So here he is now, Jim Huddleston. This is I'll Be Gone.
And there you have it. A lot of picking and grinning on that one. And here's the man who is bringing us that good sound there, Mr. Jim Huddleston. Hello, Jim. Hey, how we doing? Doing fine, thanks. How about yourself? You know what? I couldn't be better. Um, Lord blesses us every day. Absolutely. And listening to your sounds, I got to believe that you are doing great. That is a great track. You just can't sit still listening to that one. Well, I'm glad to hear it. That's a, you know, we're hoping to, to want to get the message out. You know, I think that uh, music's a great medium to to deliver a message that really needs to be heard. It is it is every bit of that, and I believe your message, uh, at least part of it, is that you have your debut EP dropping the first week of December this year. Yes, it's called Gospel Outlaw, and it's kind of just about what it sounds like. I take the old outlaw country style of music and i'm blending it with a gospel message to see what happens well it sounds very interesting if you do outlaw country like you do bluegrass uh that's going to be one we want to hear now i did want to check is the tune that we are closing with god's the only law is that part of the new album yes that's one of my highlight songs that was my first song that I started writing going, hey, you know what? I'm going to do something different this time. And I liked it, and I just started going from there. And we'll be looking forward to that. I know the listeners will definitely be looking forward to a sneak preview of one of the tracks off your new album. And tell the folks again, the title of the album is? The title of the album is Gospel Outlaw. Gospel Outlaw by Jim Huddleston will be out the first week of December, which is like right around the corner now. John Bon Jovial, you're sitting there entirely too quiet. Come on in and join the conversation. Well, absolutely. Hey, Jim, welcome to the show. It really is extraordinarily cool to have you on with us. Uh, appreciate you taking some time out of your day. I know you're busy with the recording sessions and all that. So uh, thanks for stopping by. We really appreciate it. I want to talk to you uh, for just a moment about I'll Be Gone. Having been, you know, cut my teeth in radio uh, for the most part on country music back in the uh, the 70s, you know, when when the kings of country, George Jones and Roy Acuff and all these guys were still, you know, in their prime. What I like about this is that it's kind of reminiscent of a little bit of that. And I like the fact that I, I found myself tapping my foot, which made me think to myself, we got some foot stomping music going on here. And we don't get to hear that too often. So I well, think it's ingrained in me. It's ingrained in me. I grew up in a family, fortunate enough to have family and extended family that um, were doing the old Western swing and the foot stomping dance music uh, musicians. I had an aunt that played stand up bass with uh, Bob Wills and, oh and, my, and my dad my and my dad played with the uh, Seven Row Brothers band out of uh, Irving. So I was exposed to it. I mean that's how I cut my teeth was they all owned barbershops and so when they were practicing I'd get to sit in the corner somewhere and strum guitar and learn a few things. And your aunt played stand up bass? Yes, Louise Rowe. I hope you've got some pictures of that. That would be classic. Oh, she's all over the web. It's fantastic. I mean, you don't see you don't see a lot of women stand-up bass players. No, there was a big no. story behind that. They were in Dallas, and Bob Will's band was 
in a runoff against the Seven Row Brothers band for a contest in Dallas. And the story goes, Bob walked up and on the stage and hired her on the spot. And she was yeah. the first female Texas Playboy. Fantastic! That was such a story. I'm glad. I'm glad I pursued you long enough to find out there was a story there and have you share it with us. That is absolutely great. Now, for the listeners who aren't yet familiar with Jim Huddleston, give us a little of your background. Tell us where you came from. You've told us a little bit about how you got into it, but you know, tell us what made Jim Huddleston that he is today. Well. I was born in uh, Dallas, Texas, but raised in Irving, Texas, which I don't know these days. You can't really tell the difference between the two. They're just kind of there. We kind of grew up poor, and so I, I grew up in a you know the family that believed that uh, God would uh, provide. I uh, got a little bit of my cut my religious teeth there, and my dad was a barber, and then had been playing side jobs in country music for, well, heck, probably 30 years before I was born. So I was always, there was always an instrument in the house, and I got kind of fascinated with it. Of course, when I was younger, the only real instrument I could mess with was an old piano that was in the living room. So (laughs) my dad gave me this big old collection of 45 records and one of those suitcase-looking 45 record players. Mm Mm-hmm. And so the first thing I learned to play piano, listening to 45s of Jerry Lee Lewis and Floyd Kramer and uh, some of those cats, Charlie Rich. And then as my hands got a little bigger, uh, enough to fret a guitar, then I then I started, uh, I was got fascinated with that. But, you know, the country music, there was nothing like it, you know, watching those guys do it live, you know. And mm-hmm. I thought the barbershop was where it's at. And then I was probably about 11 years old, and their rhythm guitar player was sick. And so they told me it was my Harvard education. I got to go play an American Legion with the Seven Row Brothers band, and I was hooked. <laughs> I can't imagine why. Hey, you were steeped in country music right from the very beginning. You didn't have any other way to go. No, I didn't know there was any other kind of music till high school. <laughs> I hear you. And, you know, the, the funny thing, I look at the paradox there, because when I was growing up, where I was, although I lived in the country, relatively speaking, country music was not the thing. I mean, if you played country music, you kept the windows and doors closed so the neighbors didn't hear you, because country music, like Barbara Mandrell said, country music wasn't cool at the time. But uh, <laughs> yeah. you... Uh, you definitely grew up country and cool. John Bon Jovial, speaking of country, yeah. cool, what you got? Yeah, that's right. And I am the cool. You just dated yourself, you know, mentioning uh, all of these uh, wonderful pianists, Floyd Kramer and, uh, of course, Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, gosh, and yeah. uh, the, these guys, uh, to me, are uh, not only are they pioneers, even Floyd Kramer, uh, pioneers of, of rock and roll and rockabilly. But what they did for the country music industry, they were able to take something with a beat, something that you could dance to, and try to imagine uh, a mashup of Jerry Lee Lewis and Roy Acuff doing Great Speckled Bird. And this uh, this is the kind of stuff that both David and I would play 
when we were on terrestrial radio many years ago. Um, you know, I, I was in radio in Tampa for a long time and out in California. And, uh, you know, David was in radio up in Tampa and up in New York. But we, you know, we played this stuff. We played country when country was not cool. And I got to tell you, the stations that we worked for, they just absolutely kicked some major butt because we did it right. We did it well. And we knew what we were playing. We knew when to play it. And we played a lot of the stuff that you're talking about and a lot of the stuff that you are representing. And I'm so glad that you are here to carry on the tradition of something that is traditional and, and to me anyway, should never die. Well, you look at, I mean, look at the brilliance of, of these guys coming forward. I mean, you go back to like Ray Price. I mean, they thought he was crazy when he brought 4-4 four, four time into um, that genre of music that he was doing, the swing style. And all of a sudden right. it was a hit. And then, you know, the outlaw country, I mean, people just hear a song and they go, oh, that sounds pretty cool. But, I mean, it was really a precise thing. It was something that Buddy Holly was working on when Waylon was with him where they would slow the drums down to halftime but keep everything else at normal speed, and all of a sudden you had a whole different kind of music. It was innovative. Yeah. Nobody was doing it. It was innovative at the time. And uh, I don't think that... If it's still being done, it's it's just it's still not done as well as the old dinosaurs that created it to begin with. Well, it's a brave new world and technology and things like that. I mean, I grew up getting my hand slapped if I reached for an effects pedal. My dad used to say, "If you can't play it without an effects, then don't play it." And that yeah. was, you know, they. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's a lot of talent out there. I mean, some powerhouses, but. You know, I just never did uh, get down that whole technical, computerized stuff like they do. So I do good enough to just to record my tracks and go. And that's like, don't you bring none of them electrified instruments on the Grand Ole Opry. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was a day. But, you know, I watched the old Grand Ole Opry the other day. They've even made a few concessions, I think. <laughs> yes, yes, they have. There's Times do change, and I think the key, like so many other things, most everything in life, the key is moderation. And uh, I, I think the thing is not so much what you do, but that you do it moderately and within the limits that it doesn't, I, I don't want to say redefine, that it, it, it's kind of like a word that doesn't exist, like disdefine or undefined. It doesn't destroy the original basics but you can modify it as you go along and the public will decide what they'll accept or what they won't accept. And uh, yeah, that's, I, that's what I'm hoping. You know, I, um, you know, I'd never, I haven't heard anybody yet that's tried to mix this kind of music and with gospel words, I'm like shaking in my boots, wondering what the preacher's going to say, you know, but I, <laughs> I, I, I feed him a song here and there and watch for his reaction. <laughs> Well, then I, then I know a, I'm going to be okay. That's a good way to do it. And as we have told so many rising artists who have appeared with us on the show here, uh, you know, do your best. Do what you do, the best you can do it, and you'll find your audience, or rather they'll find you. Put the music out there, get it in ears, and you'll find who likes it, who doesn't, and then the choice is yours where to go from there. Well, I mean, here's hoping, you know, I've got uh, 
both fingers crossed. I'm really proud of the album, and you know, I know that counts to me. That counts for a lot. I uh, sure. I'm not. Uh, I'm. I've got some causes that I want to try to be helpful to, you know, the church and missions, and uh, I'm a big fan. I'm a veteran. I'm a Marine Corps veteran, so I have well, a huge for uh, empathy for uh, Tunnels to Towers. Certainly. And so I've got plans for it if it takes off, and, you know, we'll hope it – hopefully it's – I think God will bless it. Well, first off, you're proud of what you're doing, which is a good thing. If you're doing something you're proud of – then we know you're giving it your best. And personally, uh, I I think I speak for John as well, but from our corner, I love the concept. I mean, it's not it's not denigrating it's not denigrating the gospel. Actually, it's expanding it. And really, by today's interpretation with outlaw, you're not giving it a bad connotation. You're basically saying that you're coloring outside the box which is not necessarily a bad thing. And like I said, bottom line, the people are going to decide whether it's right or not. And uh, I wish you all the best because I love the concept. I have heard a couple of the tracks from the album, and I haven't heard anything yet that would give me negative feelings. So uh, I'm with you all the way on that one. Before we run out of time, one thing we try to do here is always let our guests have time to tell the folks how they can follow you online, how they can get in touch with you, and, of course, most importantly, how they can get your music. So here's your stage. Go to it. Okay. I have a Facebook um, under Jim Huddleston. If you see the black cowboy hat and the sunglasses, that will be me. Uh, I have a website, jimhuddlestonmusic.com, and you can always find my uh, stuff on mpsmanagementgroup.com as well. Um, I'm all I'm going to be on all the you know Spotify, iTunes, uh, or if you can't find them out there, get, uh, just come to my website. I'll be on YouTube. Just about anywhere you can look, I'm hoping to be. <laughs> uh, we're glad to know that. And as I always tell our listeners, if you can't find him, drop me a line at david at thedavidbowers.com, and I'll be glad to put you in touch with the man and his music. I'm uh, really, really looking forward to it. And one thing, once you're on the show, you're part of our family. So uh, we will track you, follow you, and haunt you. And uh, we'd like to hear from you. Keep in touch with us. Uh, one of our pages on Facebook is uh, the David Bowers Awards Music Groups page. And that's there for people like you and all indie artists to post your news, events, new music, anything you got going that you want to share with your fans and followers, post it up there, and we will take it and spread the word around to the other sites that we post, too. So grateful. It's what we do. Thank you, and thank you for coming and sharing with us. We've got about 30 seconds left. Tell us about the song that we're going to close this segment with, God's the Only Law. Well, I made a decision, and I believe, in a seriousness, the way things are going in this world, that, you know, pretty much these days, if you're a Christian, you are an outlaw. I mean, and uh, that's kind of the way things feel. And so I pictured the preacher in the Old West running off the evildoers with the Bible and how it would all go down. And I, I had a couple of movies that I thought about in mind, and then I just kind of started writing how how it would play out, and then it became a song. Well, that pretty much sums it up. So I think we should give a listen to it from the 
forthcoming album, Gospel Outlaw. This is the Gospel Outlaw himself, Mr. Jim Huddleston, with God's The Only Law. If we're going to have a future in this town, it's got to have some law and order. slowly rides out of town and fades into the sunset. The Gospel Outlaw, Jim Huddleston, and God's the Only Law. Now, if you like his music, don't forget to add it to your streaming playlist. I think he's got something there. I like the concept, and I really think he's got something there. What say you, John Bon Jovial? The, the concept is the key word. He does have something pretty unique going on for himself there, and it works. Uh, the dude's talented. You know, I, I could never deny that. He's really good, and he's on to something. Uh, I, I love the rock and roll uh, aspect of this last song, God's the Only Law, and uh, this could be something that might attract people to Christian music that might not be otherwise interested in it. Uh, very well done. 
I think you hit the nail on the head there. And another thing that I've noticed, uh, at least with these two tracks that we've played here, uh, he has another little hook that'll get you. It's a throwback to the uh, early days of rock and roll with two and a half minute records, songs that are under three minutes long. You know, after the longer records of this day and age, you get into something like that, you like it, and boom, it's over before you know it. you got to go back and play it again. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those things. I want to hear that again. And I, I mean, I can remember as a kid, uh, you know, the early Beatles stuff. Well, of course, everything the Beatles have done. But, you know, one of their songs would come out, She Loves You, uh, and things of that nature. The first time I heard that, I had to listen. I went out and I bought the 45, and I had to listen to it and listen to it and mm-hmm. listen to it and get every single nuance from it because I just could not believe what I was listening to. And this guy has got a similar aspect going. I'm not saying that he's on the level with the Beatles, and nobody is, but he is uh, up there for sure, and I think he's going to be a rising star in the, uh, in, in the Christian music business. I, I really do. Agreed. And speaking of people we want to hear again, we're going to do just that next, because our next guest is Mr. John Vento, who was with us a few months ago. And when he was here, we discussed his latest album, Love, Lust, and Wreckage, and came to the conclusion that that was a heck of a title for another song. And, uh, well, he got together with some of his professional buddies and made it happen. We'll talk to John Vento right after you listen to Love, Lust, and Wreckage. Been out on the highway more than a time or two, looking for a bottle and a place to sing the blues. Every back road bar fly calls me by my name. Every blonde bartender knows how I play the game. Well, it can't be wrong if it feels all right. Love, lust, and wreckage is the story of my life. Well, I started pretty young. I've always been mature. Tearing up the honky-tonks From shore to shining shore No one can keep up with me I guess I move too fast Step lady luck my old truck I ride her while she lasts Well, it can't be wrong If it feels alright Love, lust, and wreckage is the story of my life. Well, once I had a woman outside of San Antonio. She outdrank me every night, but oh, I loved her so. Till she up and left me 
for a banker with his abandons. Now I drink for the both of us till she comes back again. Well, it can't be wrong if it feels alright. Love, lust, and wreckage is the story of my life. Well, you you guys love the title, and 
I don't know if you remember, but you 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 suggested that it was a country song with a oh, country yeah. title. I remember the conversation. So yep. that that was you know when you say a glimmer of influence, it was not a glimmer of influence. It was a direct statement, and it sparked. I made a note after our interview and conversation, and weeks went by, and. Uh, I brought it up with a friend of mine, Shane McLaughlin, who's a great songwriter, and uh, Shane was the primary writer of the song. And then with my new acoustic group, Vento, Ziggy, Hawk, and McCarthy, we, we recorded the song. So, yeah, yeah. it's... Uh, you did a job. You did and, a and job. And we'll get our addresses to you after the show so we can, you know, get our royalty checks. <laughs> I, I just, uh, just, just want to get... to my agent, do we do them <laughs> yeah. and how, or how and screw them, or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you well, How do we convert this independent music to uh that's a whole different discussion. How do independent artists monetize their work? That's a tricky discussion though, isn't it? We do a a, a recurring feature, Rockstar 101, and uh we also post regularly with uh items of interest to indie and emerging artists how to make it in the music business, especially how to make money. And that's a subject that we have touched on more than once. And will again, I know there are ways to do it, but boy, you can't be just some fly by night guy who just happens to like playing music no. for fun. There's a reason they call it the music business. You gotta be yeah. business oriented and be willing to give everything to make it happen. And while you're tossing around the <laughs> the sidebars about funny relative occurrences, especially to that line about the uh, pickup truck. I thought of uh, yeah. the current saying that's going around that uh, I, I'm sure this will be somebody's song someday, not not too far from now. You know, all the old jokes about how uh, country music is lost love, lost girlfriends, and all of this. With oh, AI, yeah. Yeah. with AI, somebody is going to come up with a song, My Truck Left Me Today, and I'm, I'm just <laughs> waiting for that <laughs> one to happen. <laughs> Oh, that, hey, how about the guy, uh, I mean, the what's it, Rich Men, North of Rich Mund? Yeah. That song right. from, was that, yeah. what, about a month or six weeks ago that went to number one on yeah. uh, everywhere? I mean, how in the hell did that happen, right? Definitely rattled some of the right cages, that's for sure. <laughs> it also rattled some of the wrong oh, yeah. That's another story. There has been a an uptick in the influence of message songs, uh, which basically, to my way of thinking, oversimplified, if you come up with the right message, you're going to get something happening. And uh, I think you've got yeah. I think you've got a right message with this one. I can hear this playing in honky-tonks for years to come. That's a tough act to follow. What are you going to do next? Well, stylistically, you caught on to something because uh, with this new group, Vento, Ziggy, Hawk, and McCarthy, our music uh, is more in the Hank Williams, the, the old Hank Williams style okay. of the late 40s and early 50s. Simple instrumentation, acoustic guitar, mandolin, a little percussion, strong voices. We're working on a new song. I was in the studio today called Spaghetti Western, mm, which okay. I'll have, uh, we'll have done in about a month, if not sooner. So all the songs are going to be story, really heavy on the, on the story songs. You know the lyrical content. Very so, interesting, and definitely be looking yep. forward to that. I hope I hope we get to hear some of it. Uh, maybe have you come oh, back you and, will. and share it with us. But uh, it sounds interesting. Always. And uh, what's this group that you have now, Vento and Company? Yeah, it's an acoustic, strictly acoustic. 
the four of us have worked together in the studio over the past few years, and uh, particularly Cheryl Ann Hawk, who has been on, uh, oh, boy, with me about six years in the studio. And we have performed as different gyrations. You know, maybe me and Cheryl Ann do a, a duo thing, or maybe Bobby joins us and we have a trio, and then he was in Florida, and then Kevin McCarthy came along. And in the middle of August, I, I just said, why don't the four of us get together, formalize and create a group, and have a stylistic approach, acoustic music, where it's acoustic, percussion, and voice, and that's it. And since then, we've done pretty well. We've done pretty well. Do you think there's a, uh, do you think there's a possibility that uh, this iteration of uh, Vento and company could do some touring? Absolutely. We um, Regional for sure. We've already booked some day, dates in northeast Pennsylvania for the spring. Uh, because, look, it's just four people with acoustic guitars and some hand percussion. It is really oh, it's a lot different than lugging around a seven-piece rock band. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. And we could do smaller clubs. We can do coffee houses. So it, it, it opens up a lot of possibilities. Well, you know, really I'm in does. the uh, yeah, I'm in the Kalamazoo, Michigan area, and uh, David's out in the Phoenix area. But here in Kalamazoo, yep. there's uh, Western Michigan University, so this is a college town, and uh, yeah. you know we're we're newly arrived here, so I haven't learned about uh, some of the happenings here like I know I will eventually. Uh, but uh, I have been told that there's quite a few venues in this town, small venues, like a coffee house kind of a situation that, sure. uh, you know, maybe, you know, and if you ever did get this way, that'd be great. I, you know, I'd be there in a heartbeat. Well, we'll come up that way. Let, let me know if you have any leads because we certainly hope in the spring to do some touring. Uh, and everybody's available to do that. And economically, it's so much easier, as I mentioned, oh, yeah. than trying to slug around my, my whole seven-piece you know, band. Right, you don't need a semi is, to carry all the equipment. No, no, or all the hotel rooms. and <laughs> That's easier. something to look forward to, definitely something to look forward to. And uh, yeah. when you get, maybe, maybe, you know, sometime after the first of the year, but before you start on your tour, you come back, do some of the new music, give it a, uh, you know, a pre-tour boost there so we can get the word out that you're going down the road and uh, people can find out where you're going to be and come out and bug the heck out of you for autographs and stuff, as well as listen to the music. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, I always love, appreciate you guys, so you got a deal on that. Okay, well, you get in our direction, and uh, we'll definitely be there to raise a little cane with you. Definitely look forward to that opportunity. Thank and don't you, David. forget, I've heard a rumor. I'm, I'm not sure on this because, you know, John's the technical end of this partnership, and uh, I'm not uh -huh. sure, but I've heard rumors that the uh, Phoenix Tempe area also has a little college influence, so it might be worth looking into <laughs> there. I'm not sure. <laughs> My IT guy and social media guy, young fella, he just moved to Tempe three months ago. He loves it. Oh, gosh. He left Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for the uh, warm uh, confines of Arizona. Well, I can't fault him for that. Uh, as I've said so many times, my friends from back east, and I do have some friends in spite of what some people might tell you. <laughs> my friends from back east will ask me, how do you stand the heat? And I said, well, there's two ways. One, 
we don't go outside any more than we have to when it's that hot. And secondly, yeah. I haven't had, I've never had a problem with my back shoveling sunshine. So you know, we, we try to grin and bear it. <laughs> we just do the That's best a good we one. can. <laughs> John, God bless before you, we brother. run out of time, which we always yeah. do, talking to you, tell the folks how they can find you and find your music, how they can, you know write your letters and contact you, follow where you're sure. going and everything. Well, they can look me up as John Vento, V-E-N-T-O, you know, J-O-H-N, johnvento.com. And uh, you, you go there and you're going to find everything. You're going to find the new group. Uh, we just launched our website, uh, which is vzhm-music.com, Vento Ziggy Hawk McCarthy. Uh, so, you know, you just look up. John Vento, and you'll get reconnected and all that stuff. Well, one thing's a cinch. You won't be doing a a song about the group name. That's for, not right away, anyway. No, That'd we won't. A, no, we won't. Tough one to, be a tough one to rhyme with. Right. Thank you. Thank you for I that know. so much. And thank you for coming back and visiting us again. It's always a pleasure to have you on your show. And do keep in touch, like I told all of our guests, and I, I mentioned to you, we have that, that group's page on Facebook which we use yep. as a springboard to all of our other pages as far as promoting artists and everything. So feel free, post your I'll news, you information, stuff. new releases, everything up there. We'll pass it on to our other pages that we post too and uh, definitely want to keep in touch with you. Definitely look forward to talking with him. And before we run out of time, tell us about the tune we're going to close this segment with, Let Me Down Easy. Let Me Down Easy was actually from the Love, Lust, and Wreckage album. And uh, it was a song written by a friend of mine here in Pittsburgh, Marty Vincent, a song that we play live at every show. Uh, and as the, title, as the title says, it's a breakup song. But, uh, you know, take it easy on me when you dump me and break my heart. Sounds like a plan. John, thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. The album is the title thank of the you song guys. we opened with today, Love, Lust, and wreckage and as you just heard he's got a lot more new stuff coming in the not too far distant future so be sure and follow him and if you like his music add it to your streaming playlists here he is now john vento with let me down easy I didn't notice 